0: Hello and welcome to an episode of Beyond the Binge. This is Mo, I'm a registered dietitian and life coach. And in these episodes, I hope to get you closer to overcoming binge eating once and for all. And in the next two episodes, I will be discussing the top eight fears when it comes to binge eating. And this is what I did is I went and asked 250 people who suffered from binge eating what their greatest fears of binging was and I wrote down all the answers and categorized them in eight different ones. And so today I'll be discussing four ones and tomorrow I'll be discussing four. And these different fears will will um, will change in terms of uh, seriousness. So today we'll start with like the least serious four fears. And I'll also discuss how you can overcome that fear and how you can change your perception of it so that you can get over it. Because we all know that feeling fear and being stuck in fear cripples us from achieving what we're supposed to be doing. Now, the first fear I will be discussing is the fear of losing money, and this is something I can associate with, because when I suffered in binge eating, a big part of it was during university, and I was on a budget, and I would spend no more than $80 a week on food, but when it came to binges, it would put a dent in my budget, because I found myself putting, let's say, $40, $50 extra on my credit card per week as a result of the binging, and that can create a problem because then we think of we think we would have wasted too much money on it. Now this is the simplest and most measurable result of binging is how much money we spend there. We can measure it, but it's also um, the simplest way to measure you know how much energy we're putting towards binging is how much money we're putting there. Now because money comes and goes um, and it is a form of energy that is exchangeable, and you know you can you can it's irrelevant of your age and anything else so you can make more of it later on you can you know discover a way to make more, more money it's not a a very serious fear um, because you know health is different when you lose on health and you lose on time you can't get that back really I mean health you can for example you can't really get time back but health you can unless you've past a certain point but money you can definitely make back later on if you depending on what you're doing with your life and career so this is why this is like the less serious fear now the fear of losing money from binging is real but it's it's also a very shallow level so I'm not belittling anyway because some people are spending money that they need I'm simply saying because money comes and goes it is not as serious as other fears but having said that here's when it becomes serious if you're spending money on binging and it's causing you not be able to afford you know to spend on let's say going to the gym or seeking help or overcoming binging or something that increase upgrades your you know lifestyle or improves your health or your personal growth if that's coming at the expense of binging then it becomes a problem because it kind of holds you back so it's feeding into your problem but it's also taking away from your resources that can help you overcome the problem now the simplest way to overcome this fear is so understand that money comes and goes, and if you treat it as a scarce resource, then it will become scarce. And if you treat it as an abundant resource, while spending for on good causes, obviously, then there will be no shortage of it. So I'm not encouraging you to um, spend just you know openly and freely on everything when you don't have the money to do so. But I'm encouraging you to view as money as um, view money as something that is abundant, and simply something that you could learn to make more of in the future. Now the second fear that that was uh, brought up was losing their loved ones is that many people said they're afraid of losing their loved ones Um, they're you know they're in relationships and they're worried that if their partners find out they can kind of lose them and walk out on them now this is something i can associate with because i was also hiding my binging from my loved ones the thing is we as human beings we naturally gravitate towards presenting what is best about ourselves and hiding what we think is the worst. That is why you will never see a social media account that presents someone's darkest secrets. It is always their best self. Even the damn pictures are angled to present the best perspective of them. Now, when we live with loved ones, it becomes harder and harder to hide everything about ourselves. Eventually, we have to start taking extreme measures to hiding our binges. Once partners notice the pattern over time and start to trust us less, they push for an answer. And when unable to get it, they worry that it's something serious like infidelity or lying, etc. Now, this is not the case for everyone because obviously there's some partners who are fully aware and supportive, but even then there's still a voice in our head saying, what if they leave me because I can't overcome this problem? What if they're sick and tired of me for having this problem? And so we start to hide the evidence of our binges and binge behind their backs. The moment we are unable to be completely open with our partners is the beginning of the end of the relationship. So the fear of losing loved ones is very complex because it is a mix of the following, lack of self-love, Who's going to love me like this? Will my partner still be attracted to me? What if they leave me? What if they tell others and they encourage them and their friends encourage them to leave me, etc. All this creates massive anxiety and tension in relationships. This fear can be resolved through loving ourselves and being as open as possible to our partners, knowing that everyone has problems. And if our partners judge us, then maybe they are not right for us. Now, the third fear that we're going to discuss and you're going to start noticing, it's going to get start getting more and more serious, is setting a bad example for family and kids. Now, this is not something that everybody struggles with because not everybody has kids or, you know, minors who live under their guardianship. I certainly cannot associate with this one because I did not have kids. Um, so, but it is still a serious one because it involves your relationship with others and especially those who depend on you. And those who depend on you uh, raising them and mentoring them. And so I have th- seen this answer from everyone who was a father or a mother. The fear manifests itself mostly in the form of worrying that your kids are watching you. And thing is they are. I remember once sitting with clients and having their four and six years old um, kids with them. Now I was asking them if they snack at night. Um, and it's, it's, it's an assessment. So it was just an innocent question. It was no judgment at all, but often people will just kind of like understate what they're doing. And so, um, the mother said, well, sometimes we'll have a handful of chips at night and all of us, like suddenly the kids exploded and said, but mom, you have two and a half bags of chips almost every day. So yep, these kids are watching like hawks. So why does the fear exist? Well, mainly because we do not wish on our kids what we dislike in our life. Anytime you catch yourself trying to hide something from your kids, know that you are judging yourself for doing what you're hiding. But this fear also stems from the fact that as we binge and gain weight, we lose life energy and can't even play with our kids anymore. We can't keep up with their laughing and running around and this affects our relationship with our kids. Now, perhaps the biggest reason why we fear setting a bad example for our kids is because we know we will be unable to forgive ourselves if we pass this problem to them, a problem that we hate and struggle with so much. So understand that all these fears are normal, especially when there's a minor living with you and watching you. The pressure is real and it's pretty high. So it's very normal to feel that because we're human and we're only trying to do better. The best thing we can do here is to stop judging ourselves because the more we judge, the more difficult this problem becomes in our life and the more difficult it becomes, then the harder it is to solve, obviously. So we almost kind of intensify the problem by judging ourselves for it. Now keep in mind, I'm not belittling the fact that kids uh, learn by example because they do. We, as parents, we're supposed to be leading by example because the kids, this is how they learn. They learn by watching. They don't learn by us giving them verbal, you know, instructions. If we're saying do so one thing and we're doing the opposite, they will see the discrepancy and either trust us less or do as we say. So it's really important to understand that. But instead of letting that fear cause us to hide things from our kids, we can use that fear to motivate us to overcome this problem. Because I've met a lot of parents who use their kids as motivation to do better in life because they want to play better, play with them. They want to be there more often with them. They want to experience life with them. They also want to set a good example of them. So if we take that and we use it as fuel to motivate us, this is how we turn a negative into a positive as parents. Now, the fourth fear we're going to discuss today is hating their body even more this is something that i saw repeated over and over again is people hated their body and they were worried they were hated they're going to hate their body even more so this is a given over 90 percent of binge eaters despise their body because they see changes in it as they keep binging so they come to the conclusion that their weight gain is a direct result from binging and for the most part they are right there although weight gain could be a bit more complicated than that now, the fear of hating your body even more stems from the fact that binge eaters dislike their body so much they can't imagine hating it and loathing it in more. And so that fear manifests within them and causes some massive anxiety. Now, just the thought of hating your body even more causes a complete dissociation of one's body and the people start to treat their bodies as something that is not even a part of them anymore. And I know this sounds a bit crazy, but I've met a lot of binge eaters who say, this is not my body. I don't know whose body this is, but I don't like it. I hate it. And this is the number one way to start making your body work against you is to completely reject it and completely hate it so the way to resolve this is to understand that your health is more than just a number on the scale i have seen people over 200 pounds who are way healthier than people under 150 pounds and so love your body no matter the size because guess what you you have lungs you've got a liver you've got kidneys you have a brain you have a heart things that are keeping you alive and healthy your body is not just about the fat that you carry that's a part of it and that can change over time and will change with persistence and a good path and a plan but to base your loving yourself completely on how you look and the amount of fat that you carry is to disregard everything else and so what what I preach a lot is loving yourself unconditionally. And actually it's 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 not I know it's not as simple as turning on a switch. It's something that we learn doing. But once we are able to accomplish, it is so precious to be able to love our bodies no matter what, because we're able to approach our goals without any excess suffering. All right So when you love yourself unconditionally, you're saying, I have a goal, I have a plan, I will get there, but I will still get there while enjoying, you know, you know, who I am as a person and loving myself and not without all the suffering. And this is how we completely get rid of having a negative relationship with our body and making our body work for us. But the moment we start to have a negative relationship with our body, it starts to work against us. So even if we're trying to lose weight, the body works against us because we're completely dissociated from it, from us, from it. And this is something that I will discuss more, um, and that is linked to the subconscious as well. But this is how it link like this is how it links to. Hating their like people hating their body even more, and so I've just, I've given you four major fears today, and I'm going to discuss the next four, which are more serious, in the f- next episode. Um, but keep in mind that a problem and a fear are not meant to be connected, right? So fear is normal; it is okay if we're afraid. Um, but if we are judged like judging our fear, and that fear causes us uh, to be, to be crippled and not take action. Then we will never be able to resolve that problem, and we turn into we turn small problems into huge ones over time. So it's okay to be afraid. It's not okay to judge our fear, fear, and allow it to dictate our life and actions. Keep that in mind. So share with me if you have any um, additional fears that you think. know stem from binging what are you afraid of when it comes to binging i want to see what people have to say so comment down below and let me know what your fears are also if you haven't already done so take the inner binger personality quiz which is somewhere linked in this either down below or in a link up top this basically allows you to understand the inner binger within you better and be more aware of it and knowing the side of us that binges and how it acts and how it functions and how it operates is the first key to overcoming binging is being very familiar with it the biggest problem when it comes to binging is that people have turned the little binger within them as into into who they are and that is a big mistake to make because guess what? This is—it's you are not your actions all the time. You make mistakes, but you're also break—you know—you break patterns. You also break mistakes. You're not always a mistake maker. You can also be a mistake breaker as well. And to take a little part of you that, you know, has certain problems, and to make turn it into who you are, is to completely disregard the fact that you are bigger than that. And so, getting to know the little binger within you is the first step to understanding it, being aware of it and overcoming it. So I urge you to take that quiz and uh, I look forward to next episode. Have a wonderful day.